is my real test. The 50K is my goal. I will travel across the web, searching far and wide to find out what is there and who is inside. So the goats, oh, remember me. I know it's my destiny. So the goats, oh, you're my best friend. Welcome, legends. You're on with the Doc Supercoach podcast. It's Chizo again. I'm on here with Houston. How are you going there, champion? Uh, on the point of destruction. On the it's point happened. of destruction, mate. What have you done? What I've done is I've eaten too many donuts. <laughs> Bit of a Homer Simpson, mate. Well, oh, mate. I eat enough donuts as it is. <laughs> it's just. I know. Um, I've seen your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You're, you're pretty right. Hashtag fat slob at hotmail.com. That, that's how you search Houston on Instagram, guys. Hashtag donut life IRL and in supercoach. <laughs> you can call donut. me Homer Simpson this week, mate. I'll be having that many donuts. I've got four so far, and I've only got two trades. So I'm eating two donuts at least. Jesus. Mate, have you heard of cronuts, Houston? No. They're, like, they're like croissants, like pastry donuts, but like filled with like cream and like um chocolate topping and sprinkles and stuff like that man They've, there's a shop around the corner from my house they're bloody beautiful they're like hashtag, 10 bucks each bunch hashtag fat life <laughs> please bulk, bulk are season they, are they at maccas no nah. oh man all right oh they well, probably are thinking about donuts so i'm out and um screw Supercoach. yeah oh, i've already deleted my team so guys we're just announcing that this is our last podcast because we've both deleted our teams nah nah we wouldn't do that <laughs> we're going to keep going we'll push on let's do this yeah so um big news coming out of the uh, dr Supercoach expert two league they've jumped from second up to number one spot houston you Ooh, yeah, this is crazy. Come on, man, you've got to get a little bit excited. There's not, not even a woo from you. I'm, no, I'm excited on the inside, but woo, let's do it. Yeah. Um, that's like a Drake woo there. But Dr. Supercoach Expert 2, they're unbelievable. Their average through the whole side per round is, sorry, the whole league, 2163. All that's 18 their, teams. Yes, that's their average. It shows how talented these guys are. It's unbelievable. That's you know that's pretty good. I'm averaging 1950, so I'm getting right up there. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they mustn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Must be listening to Monday. We um, this these guys. If if there's anyone in the Doctor Supercoach Expert Two League, we are 
unbelievably immensely proud we want to hear from all you guys and we want to get someone on the podcast i reckon yeah i actually hit up um jonah today i think he was um number one in that league we i hit him up but he didn't get back to me so you've actually missed missed your chance we're going to go to someone else in the in the uh the group next week jonah so you've missed out unfortunately champion damn had a chance to chat to cheeso live but nah not happened yeah, trust me, it's not that good. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, oh, I've got some other big news before we get too far oh, ahead. Yeah, cool. I just want to um, recap our Cancer Council Fund that we brought up during last week's podcast. Uh, I just want to thank, um, we're going to run through pretty much everyone that donated individually, just to give everyone a shout out that has donated. In the first week that it's been up, uh, well, it's been six days since our podcast went live last time, and we've raised... Um, almost 10% of the goal, our $5,000 goal. We've raised $4,500, so we're pretty much 10% of the way there in the first week, Houston. That is unbelievable. And like you just said 4500 but I, like, I know you corrected yourself. But yeah, that's what we still in, need. In coming weeks, when, when we get up to saying there's $4,500 in there, it is going to be... Such a tremendous achievement. Everyone should be so proud of themselves that's donated or that's even considering donating. It's amazing. And particularly in a week where um, Ruffy has had a reoccurrence of his melanoma and it's been all over the news, and what better week to um, recognise that you know there's some things that are bigger than just football or fantasy football. There's, there's guys out there struggling. Even even one of these celebrities like um, Jared Roughhead is, is struggling with something like this. And even us in the, um, the the wider footy community can put our hand up and say, hey, we want to be part of this team trying to rid the world of cancer. That's right. And shout out to Peter for, um, for bringing all of this to fruition. It was his idea. He's had a close friend that's been affected really heavily by cancer and um, I guess that his close friend should know that every loss isn't isn't so much of a loss as we're donating as much as we can to try yeah. and make that loss a little bit easier. Yeah, and the community we have is just amazing. It's just astounding me how much um, love they're able to spread out to everyone and everyone's getting behind the cause. And um, I'll just give a couple shout-outs. The, be- the best comment, this almost deserves a... Um, a fund back into his own account because of how good it was. Uh, great work, guys, by the B-Rods. I've donated a, a $1 for every donut that I had in my team this week. Hashtag carnage. <laughs> What's he donated? Seven bucks. <laughs> oh, man. Still. That's Seven donuts. donuts. Could you imagine that? Actually, I can. Everyone I'm halfway there. Everyone get in on that this week. Just donate however many donuts you yeah. have. Go over there. If you've got a donut a this week, you have to donate a dollar for every donut. I'm going to do it this week, Houston. I'll put... I'm going to say it now. I'll put up 20 bucks for every donut I have. Far out. Oh, I'll join you. Would you say you have to donut to charity? Yeah, donut to charity for how many donates you have. Hey, I like it. Yeah. How about we reward these people for donating and give them a ripper podcast? Yep. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Tony, Brad, Supercoach Realist, Benny James, Fozzy Wolf, good old Fozzies chiming in. Um, Supercoach Elites, they've actually donated a ton of money to this this course. So shout out to those guys. They're a um, brilliant bunch of lads. Um, Nathan, um, Yulene Thompson, Axel Kerr, Alicia Rebecca, Kerwin, Brocky, Luke, Matt Sloan, 
all the guys that have been chucking in some money towards it, we all love you. And um, everyone else jump on board that hasn't donated already because it, go, it goes directly to the Cancer Council Victoria. We don't get our hands on it at all. It's going straight to cancer research and I'm proud of everyone that's put some money in. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. And shout out to Yolan Thompson. She's a good friend of mine at work. So shout out to Lani for donating as well. I just passed on the message and she chucked, chucked some money in there. So good on you. Great. We should be getting get some teams, hey? Yeah, all right. Big one this week. I'm going to start with the good news. So ins this week, we've got Robbie Gray um, coming off that couple-of-week injury. We've got JPK back in. Big boy Jacob Wiedering to boost to the Carlton squad to take over North Melbourne. Uh, Toby Green, Cyril Rioli, oh, old mate Reese Matheson, he's come in for his debut. Ooh. The MVP, Ryan Davis, he's back. He is back and he's going to fill Ablett's role. He's going for 150 this week. Um, <laughs> Dan Curry, Tommy Sheridan, Kane Lambert, Trent Cochin, Spod, Hipwood, who is a, um, a Brisbane player, rookie, and Kieran Collins as well. He's come in for the doggies. So some pretty big ins, but this is where it starts to get a bit haggard. Yep. And um, I'm going to go through each one of these with you separately <sighs> and we'll just dissect and right. reflect go for it mate gary ablett bloody hell i i heard about this at the start of the week and i i didn't want to believe it because i knew that i had not a single more and a single um person in the bench to cover him if some of the guys didn't come back from last week and it turns out none of them have come back i've only added to my misery so i'm, I'm really in struggle street right now Aaron Hall. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't believe Aaron Hall. Like he played like absolute pus last week. It, it's, it's, it says that he's out for a shoulder injury, but nah, I, 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 I can't say that I've saw him have any sort of injury whatsoever to his shoulder. Yeah, I'm gonna sum up as well as that. We've got um, Michael Barlow who hasn't come back in. After 39 touches and f uh, 17 marks and 14 tackles and just an absolute 160 obliteration in the waffle, he's named as an emergency and third emergency. Are you kidding me? I reckon Ross Lyon has to get in on this donation action because he is a cause of a... How many donuts would that be? Ross Lyon should put up 10 grand for every donut he causes. Well, that's the thing. Barlow, how many teams is he selected in? Ross Lyon, actually, we're hitting you up. $35,187 is how much you owe us, Ross Lyon. That's how many donuts we've got this week, mate. That's it. You're getting in on it. You're getting in on it. Otherwise, you're, uh, you know, it could look, could look bad on you. All yeah, right. And uh, so to sum up with those guys, Ablett, Hall, oh, you've got Beams in there as well, um, Dane Beams, who I reckon he's done for the year. Hello, yeah. Reese Matheson. Um, and you've got... Barlow and Wells. All these guys are grouped together because they're quite a like highly owned. Wells is a second injury too. He got a yeah, corky that uh, missed a week, and then he hurt his Achilles, the one that made him miss eighteen games last year. That's really, really worrying for me. I'm extremely worried about that. So, um, I bunch all of these guys together. Wells is a bit on the outside. I'm saying that I would have to hold Ablett Hall. Um, or oh, Barlow's getting to be a tough one. I'd give him one more week to see if he can break back in. I think he may, might just be being taught a lesson, yeah. um, which is un, under, not understandable whatsoever. That's just stupid. And 
as well as that, I think that if you need to move wells on to avoid a donut, I think you can. Well, at this That's stage, at this stage, my with Davis coming back, I've got a midfield with no donuts. Oh. So I'm gonna. I've I've actually got um, Gaz and Wells in the midfield bench because I had I had to do a little swap. I brought Corey Ellis from the mid bench into my forward line, just thinking, oh yeah, he'll cover Wells for a week or two. Nah, he's out with soreness as well. No, oh, mate. It's All right. Just yeah, um, go through the rest of the outs, mate. All right, so Brad Crouch omitted. He deserved it. He's been playing terribly, but he's coming off injury, so what can you expect? It's not like Adelaide have got this amazingly incredible midfield where they can afford, I guess they're playing Gold Coast, so they can afford to drop someone for the week to get him into a bit of form, but the best form's match form in AFL. Yep. Um, Matt Crouch is out for soreness. I think with, with those two guys, are you holding Crouch, both of them, or are you getting rid of them? I think Matt Crouch is out for me. I'd, I'd get rid of him. If I, if I was someone that still had Matt Crouch, I would have buggered him off by now because he has literally not lived up to the preseason hype. Neither is Brad. And have have I, they both dropped in price? Or Brad Crouch had a break-even of nothing, and he's averaging 63, and he's only gone up 7K from... Or three, or has he gone down in price? I'm not even sure. You're you're the one with Supercoach Gold, mate. So I'm gonna. Oh, we talk about this every podcast. You have to track that stuff. Okay, okay. So he started <laughs> at 306k, and he's now up to a whopping 313k, with a break in of even of 89. I would definitely cut my losses and just go to straight to a hopper. <laughs> That's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's so Super, crap. This this year. This Supercoach year is unlike any other year I've ever played. And I've played this for a while. I don't remember having so many common players completely annihilated out of a, out of a, a season. Well, I'll chuck you another one. Matty Boyd. He's suspended this week. I watched that live. <laughs> I watched that live and I threw the TV remote up against the couch and I walked, I walked off into the bedroom and just... Just, just I could not. I was just furious. I didn't say anything. I was just, you know, that firm breathing through your nostrils where you're flaring and you're just building up that temper. You just thought, look, I've had some outs, but I've upgraded to Matty Boyd. He's gone four hundreds in a row. This is absolutely brilliant. And then he has a late hit that he jumps off the ground and forearms a guy in the face. What the hell was he thinking? Cade Simpson versus Matty Boyd. I need Cade Simpson to score a 30 this week to still be in front. <laughs> no, mate. Not going to happen. Cade Simpson. How's that that we've recommended those two? But they've been unreal. Yeah. Um, and then, well, Matty Boyd's had his rest now, so he's not going to have a rest for a while. He should get a good run. Two to our own horns a little bit, but yeah. that's what we're here for. Um, who else have we got? We've got... Uh, what do you do with Boyd? You keep him, obviously. Yeah, yep. one just suspension, not a form issue, not an injury issue. Just hold him. Yeah, cool. Um, Papley, he's out with a shin injury. <sighs> another Whoa. another one, just straight off the bench, covering covering a donut for me, and then he goes and honestly, he probably needed to be dropped with his twenty nine from last week. Anyway, this this is perfect perfect time for me to say, bye, Paps, you're out of here. Seal. Yeah, two eighty six K. 
he's made you a hundred and what's well, hundred and eighty k or whatnot. Yeah, bottom, yeah. Basement price. Um, Break even's fifty six. He's only averaging sixty seven. See you later. Yeah, get him out of here. Um, Tommy Ruggles has been omitted. He is named as an emergency though. It was Snuggles with Ruggles last week. Shout out to uh, Footy Rhino because I had him as my backup, and I thought, look. If anything comes out of the back, I, I had Ruggles there, and then Matty, I got that that um, moment where I was furious with Matty Boyd, and I thought, no, just calm down. You've got Tom Ruggles. If anywhere to lose a player through suspension, your defense has one more bench option to swap out. Yeah, I've got Boyd and Laird on the bench. I can cover it with with Hartley and Ruggles. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then bloody Ruggles. Nope. <sighs> Super coach happened, mate. I think I'm getting emotional. Like, oh, you just wait. Dude, There's a couple more. There's more. Oh, mate, uh, your boy, Corey Ellis. See you later. Oh, don't even start. Bloody, I was, I was starting to get really happy with myself. You know, like I backed him in over everyone else choosing Menadju. Like he was only in six or seven percent of teams. I'm thinking, you know, this is this is a decent pick. He's going to get a good run. Last three round average, eighty two. From a hundred and eighty odd thousand rookie, like I was thinking, you know, he's um, that's made one hundred and thirty k for you. He's made one hundred and thirty k, and Manager's only made seventy two k. Dude, and his break even's like yeah. thirty this week too. Yeah, his break even's at forty one. He's only selected in six point seven percent of teams, and he's at three hundred three hundred twenty two k. If he's in your mid and you've got cover for him, I'd be keeping him. Yeah, he's still going to go he's, up in he, price. Yeah, he's showed as well that, like, last three rounds, we're averaging 81. That's yeah. extremely serviceable. And the dude's building. So his, his average for the year is 64. His five-round average is 72, and his three-round average is 82. So he's building. He's starting to get the, the speed of the AFL and his disposal efficiency that I talked about preseason is starting to come to the fore. And then he's just out with soreness. Yeah. Like, if he was going to play with Saunas against any team, you'd think Freo would be it with no players in there. He's basically playing against all the other kids anyway. What can you do, though? Um, he's That five-round score includes a 31 as well, so he's um, he's yeah. doing really, really well. The So, with him, if you had cover for him, you keep him. Yeah, I and, would. Um, with, I think with Ruggles as well, it's the same. If you have cover for him, you keep him. I think the back line is not too bad this week, other than Marcus Adams. You've got Wiedering coming back in. There hasn't yeah. been too many that haven't been named other than Adams and Laird. But, um, mm. yeah, if you don't, if you have Adams, Laird, and then you've got Ruggles as well, and you're going to cop that donut, it may be time to go for him. But he's got a break-even of zero. So I would be trading Adams before I traded Ruggles. Yeah, same here. I, I'm not getting rid of Ruggles. Me either. Even um, if it is struggles with Ruggles this oh, week. Mate, guess what I've had to do this week? What's that? Goodbye, Bruce Lee. You got rid of him. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you exactly. Oh, I actually wrote down some numbers for you. Hold on, hold on. No, Tom I don't Lee, want to 26 touches at 91 Dream Team points last week. Nah. Look, he's, he's, he's going to get a gig, mate. You should hold him. Nah, he hasn't been named. I'm <laughs> that close to ripping out my first F word on a podcast. <laughs> I'm just sick of him. Nah, that's it. He's... See you later, Bruce Lee. You go into a, a rookie that's the same price. You've cost me a trade. I hate you. <laughs> hate is a strong word, and it's validated. 
Um, the only other couple of exits this week is Daniel Rioli, the um, rookie, and my boy Matty Cruiser. He's out with the knee for a sister. Yeah, I, I, I was watching that game as well. And um, I, I remember seeing him go down and stretching that knee and... Um, he, he went down in a marking contest or something like that, and then he missed the next ruck contest, and then he came back and played a, a brilliant game and kicked the sealer, and he, he's played two quarters on a torn meniscus. Yeah, absolutely that, killed it. That's that's ridiculous. Like, I, I dead set focused. remember seeing him twist his knee, going, oh, geez, he's hurt himself, and then he kept playing. I was like, oh, must have been, must have been just a knock. And it comes out, he's got a torn meniscus, and he's out for a couple of weeks. So, you know, that that, that, that takes some serious balls. Good on him. Yeah, and you know what? He's got a like he's he's three hundred and ninety one k, but he was he had a rolling a three round um, average of a hundred. Yeah. So yeah, he, he but it's Matty Cruiser, so let's move on. Yeah, exactly right. Let's go. <laughs> um, so this week, I feel like we should go through some rookies because I myself, I'm I'm having to do the dreaded double downgrade this week just to get some coverage and sort of take a win out of this week into next week rather than getting donuts on field, getting a primo in, and it not sort of making any sense because I come out with nothing ahead, nothing ahead of it. So I think that we should go through some rookies and just give you a bit of you guys a bit of a read-up on what they're going to be like. Yeah, I, I totally agree, mate. Let's do something different. Why don't we just get rid of the uh, Houston We Have a Problem and Cheezo's Tasty Trades for a week and just focus on the dead-set booty information that we need to learn about this week because we're in dire straits. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think Carnage calls for that. But you, yeah. you're still going to give us captaincy options, yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah cool. Sweet. All right, well, let's, um, let's run through some, some rookies now, shall we? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Well, I'll start with uh, old Reese Matheson. Now, I love this bloke because he's Darcy Parrish's best mate, so therefore I love him also. Okay, so that's, that's, that's tip number one. <laughs> All right, so that's important. I'll just read out some numbers to you. This guy is an absolute ball magnet. In the uh, under-18 champs for Vic Country last year, he averaged 20 touches, a disposal efficiency of 71%, contested possession rate of 52%, two tackles and a goal a game. And uh, for the Falcons in the TAC Cup, played 12 matches, averaged 26 touches a game, 70% disposal efficiency, uh, 48% contested possessions, seven clearances a game, three tackles a game, a goal a game, and also a behind a game. But this dude, he he also showed he can can compete against the men because he played a VFL game. He debuted, got twenty uh, sorry seventeen touches, nine contested possessions, six clearances, and seven tackles. This dude is an absolute jet. There's a reason that he was penciled in to play round one before Jerry uh, Jeremy Cameron decided to take his head off. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, he's going to be a gun. I. Um... Obviously, I don't go too early on anyone, but I think Reese Matheson in this situation, if well, you're going to have a donut anyway. If you're going to get him in, he's named on well, he's named on the extended bench, but you know he's going to play this week. Yep. Um, I wouldn't mind jumping early on him. They're playing Melbourne. And, yeah, um, Melbourne are all right this year, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But um, you're looking at like the likes of Rockcliffe and Beams. They're probably going to be gone for the bloody year. Yeah, tell me about it. Great news but, to our yeah. Keith and Keezy and Matheson. Yeah, Matheson, same as Keezy, is 117k mid only. Um, but this dude racks up the pill. He's had a couple 30, t- 30 possession games in the Neeful. 
and the guy uh, he tackles. He's got a, hot, a massive contested possession rate, which is great for for um, for super coach. Does basically everything. He's he's a poor man's Darcy Parish, basically. Yeah, and um, yeah, I like him. I like him as a selection. All right, mate. Uh, I'll you, go through. You, you, can, you can shout out a, another absolute jet rookie. Yeah, I'll go through um, Jacob Hopper. Yep. He, like we saw him play and win the Rising Star last week. Oh, I couldn't. I'm I'm disappointed that Carlton didn't draft Jacob Hopper. Well, we couldn't, could we? Academy boy and whatnot, I guess. Yeah, yeah mate, this guy's going to be a freak. They captured, um, Champion Data themselves captured almost 30 games of his junior, during his junior career. And he averaged 122 super coach points per game. And that included 23 disposals, 13, 13 of them being contested, five clearances, five tackles, and he also kicked 34 goals in that 28 game span. So this, I cannot stress highly enough. If you need to get someone in this week, you can get him in. He, I, I don't mind if you go a week early on him. He's, um, He's an exception to the rule. Jacob Hopp is 193k a mid, so he is a bit more expensive. But you'll find yourself if you downgrade to him in this week, in a couple of weeks' time, come just after the buys, he could be getting up near 350, 400k. And the dude has uh, Hopper has the uh, round 15 buy, so he has the last buy, so he has a, a, that extra couple games to make you more money until round 15. And then bang bang, you can just trade him. Round 15, shout to uh, Crouching. Uh, bang, bang, Crouching goes straight to from Hopper back to a first or second buy-round player, and then he's yep. done his job. So I don't so, mind. Yeah, he'll have five price rises before his buy if he plays every game from now on. Yeah, spot so that's, on. That, that's exactly what you're looking for. Um, there's a Doggies defender that's coming in for you. Yeah, I've got uh, Kieran Collins. He was picked up with pick 26 in the draft um, last year, he's a uh, 193 centimeter, 94 kilo um, key defender. Um, yep. He played for Dandenong in the Tac Cup and uh, Vic Country as well in the Under 18 Champs. Averages about 11, 12 possessions a game. Disposal efficiency of around about 75, 80 percent. Contested possession rate of about 36. Um, so your normal defender numbers. Um, he averages a couple. Ca- tackles a game, few ground ball gets, but the big thing, he was the best one-on-one key defender in the under-18 uh, under champs last year. He defended 12 contests and didn't lose a single one, the only player in the top 20 for defensive one-on-one contests not to lose at least one. And he, oh, he had yeah. the fifth highest kick rating of any defender at the championships, and he also took the fourth most intercept marks. So that's the big one. The fourth most intercept marks is uh, if you're looking for um, a, a, a defender that you, you're desperate, you have to go on. Like Obviously, the guy's getting a game because they're stretched for defense at the moment, but it could be like Marcus Adams where he played the first game and absolutely killed it and then nailed a spot down. So that when the other guys come in, they just have no choice but to give him a game. Any, um, as well as that, any intercept contested mark is worth eight points. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, really, really good point to make. Yeah, so um, if he... Um, does take, well for the first game. Yeah, it does, does well for a first couple of games. I mean, he's been um, 
likened to Brian Lake style of a defender, and um, he was the only key defender to rate elite for both intercept marks and spoils in in games. Yeah, that far out. That's so, really good. This dude is gonna he's he's gonna be good, but keep in mind that key defenders don't generally score highly. It's that intercept mark part of his game that's going to help him. Yeah, that's right. Um, I've got a guy on my end, Caden Brand. Now he's been hugely traded in this week. I don't mind the trade in. Um, I feel like well, I've traded him my traded him in myself. Uh, I like him. He's a he's twenty fifteen season. He injured his shoulder in his first nab challenge game, so he had a shoulder rico and he was on on the sidelines for the rest of the year. Uh, but with his defense, he ranked third for intercept marks and fourth for intercept possessions per game of any player to play at least ten matches. And his kicking is he's a really good kicker as well. He ranked second best in kicking efficiency at Box Hill of any player to play at least 10 games. So the best thing is with Caden Brand as well is he's 21. He's played some VFL. He's played 20 matches for Box Hill. And I feel like he's he's sort of ready to go. That's why I got him in this week. He's at 123K. He's on the on the bubble. I think that he's a at the start of the year, I didn't really like him as a selection due to him being at Hawthorne pretty much. Um, and then when they, if they have a bad game that they lose, they seem to drop their rookies. But... Caden Brand seems to have cemented his side in the spot. No, spot in the side, either way. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have a problem with someone jumping on him. Um, it just seems like one of those ones that with Hawthorne that he could lose his spot very quickly. Yeah, he's sort of a forced jump on this yeah, week. Yeah, so but what I'm trying to say is that you could have a, you could avoid a donut this week, but you have one a couple of weeks down the line because he's back out of the side. Yeah, you're definitely right. So do you reckon it's, looking at this, is it better going for an option like Kieran Collins who's going to keep his spot? Yeah, it, it, it it's going to be interesting. I think if you had to choose between the two, this is obviously Kieran Collins' first game. We haven't had a look at him, so you yeah. could choose him. Or you could choose the next guy that I'm going to talk about, Bailey Williams, all right? Now, he's more of a midfielder, okay? Um, 187-centimetre midfielder, picked up at pick 48 in last year's draft. He scored 60 in his debut game, which isn't bad, but the big thing is he's also defence midfield eligible, and he's only 117K. Nice. He's our first defence mid-rookie, really, that's come. Yeah, so that's why I'm looking a little bit closer at him. And I read a little bit of of champion data on him, and I think this is going to blow your mind, Houston. Williams is a ball magnet winning 25 or more disposals in nine of his final 10 games last year, racking up a game which included 56 disposals in a single oh, game. My Lord. <laughs> he ranked second in the competition from round five onwards, averaging 31 disposals per game. This is in the Sandful under-18s, that is. Um, he did the most of his work on the inside because even though he racks up that many touches, he's still got a contested possession rate of over 48%. Is he the missing link to defence in in the midfield? If you've it, got the likes of Rich, Smith, Bartel, McVeigh, is he the missing link? If he is on the bubble and he gets his third game, I'm almost going to trade him in as that as that as that link just in case um, I need to swap someone around because the only link I don't have right now um, is a mid defence one. 
Yeah, that's the same as me. I, I only just really noticed that, that that could be a really, really good inclusion. Yeah, so I'm hoping he gets more games. Um, another thing that you get a lot of points for, um, f- I think it's 4.5 points per um, ground ball get. He averages 8.6 ground ball gets a game, five clearances, six tackles, and a goal per game. Yeah, so it's four, four and a half points for a contested possession at ground level. So that's, yeah, it's really, really decent. This dude is ridiculous. Like, obviously, this is in an underage level. In the Sandful reserves, he averaged, he only played a couple games, averaged 12 touches, disposal efficiency still at 70%, contested possession rate still at 50%, um, four ground ball gets, two marks, a clearance, three tackles, a goal a game. Like, he can still hold his own in a reserve um, setting. Um, his limited experience to top-level football is going to put him back, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's in and out. But, you know, this that, that's really good promising signs to know that you can pick this guy up as a defender. Yeah, that's right. I've got another guy to go through, um, Ben Crocker. A lot of people are getting him in this week. He's a uh, 117K forward mid from Collingwood. I like the look of him. Uh, he's He was one of those... He, well, he's a mid, but you can chuck him in the forward line as well. His kicking is a really good strength. He averaged above um, above average kicking rating when he was in the TAC Cup. And as well as that, he's just an elite ball winner. He he averaged the most disposals of any forward down there as well. So he's a, he's a correction to myself before, he's a mid forward. Um, he also has the ability to kick some goals. He's a good ball winner. Uh, he's great kick. So yeah, I think he's actually quite a good inclusion. And they're looking for answers as well, Collingwood. So if he comes out again, he's play, He's on the bubble this week. So if he comes out and plays well again, he could be very, very good, a very, very good choice. And a lot of people have got the likes of Wells, Hall, uh, Papley, McCarthy, all of those sort of guys out this week. So it could be a very handy inclusion in the forward line. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that... Um, a few people are getting a little bit worried. We don't think that we have anyone to trade to in the coming weeks. Um, but I think, you know, we've got a couple options. You've got the Caden Brands, you've got the Darcy McPhersons, um, that if you need one in the mids, you've got Hopper, um, Bailey Williams, Collins, Matheson. There's guys coming up on the bubble and we're going to have, there's, there's guys absolutely cutting it up in the reserves that just aren't getting a game yet. Yeah, just quickly on on Darcy McPherson, like a lot of people are getting him in this week. He he's not he's not a bad player. He's just so young. He's eighteen. Um, he'd be almost nineteen now. I'm guessing, but he averaged twenty one point five disposals per game last year in thirteen games. So that was the Tat Cup and the VFL. Uh, he rated elite for uncontested possessions, which doesn't score too well in Super Coach and above average in intercept possessions and score assist as well as score involvement. So that's um that's some pretty good info on him as well, just if you're wanting to make an informed decision on which rookies to get in this week. Yeah. he's The thing is, he's got great endeavour. He hunts the ball like a mad madman and, and tackles as much as he can. But, you know, he had 18 touches last week and only six of them hit a target. Yeah, that's right. So he's got the, the ball-winning ability and um, he's got, he can see the game itself, but his disposal efficiency, like in the in the TAC Cup, his disposal efficiency was 61%, and VFL it lifted to 67%, but... It's still below average. Yeah, that's right. So, um, um, and even coming up in the resis, um, 
of people to look out for. We mentioned Jake Barrett last week. He racked up another 34 disposal game and a goal. Matt Kennedy, their um, second first-round draft pick from last year, GWS Academy boy, 37 touches. Um, Alex Nubulin, who I've mentioned a few times, had another 39 possession game and a goal. Jack Trengrove. Yeah, I, I still think he'll be an extended bench again. Yeah. Um, oh, yep. I haven't seen if he's named on ground. Jack Trengrove, 29 touches and a goal. Um, Nick Newman, this is an interesting one. He's a defender that played some time in the... Uh, he was in everyone's side um, after the NAB Cup. Yeah. He's killing the Neeful. We've mentioned him a couple of times. Last round, he had 30 touches and a goal off halfback. And no. the thing is, Sydney have just put um, Talia and... Uh, like, they've put a couple on the long-term injury list, so they now have spaces to upgrade a rookie, which Nick Newman is, I really wouldn't be surprised if he's going to push someone like a Zach Jones out of his spot because this guy's been killing the Neeful, um for a couple of years, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, he, he looks impressive. Yeah, so he's just another one to keep in mind for uh, from the resis that, uh, just, just to have a look at and keep an eye on. Yeah, uh, let's go through some captaincy options. Yeah, so for for this week, um, we've got quite a few captaincy and vice captain. Again, we're breaking up vice captain and captain. Um, so you've got the uh, Hawks and Swans game. We've got like the likes of uh, Mitchell Pan- uh, uh Parker and Hannabury. Um, then on the Saturday, you can go a Selwood or a, a Dangerfield, a Sloan, a Nick Nat, or a Pendles as like a VC. Who are you liking as a, a VC option there, Houston? Hanabry or Parker, I um can't I'd, go past him. Oh uh, yeah, can't go past him. If I had to split him, I would go Hanabry just because he's less owned, and you've got another choice with um Dangerfield coming up the next day. Yep. Ha- Hanabry's averaging 128 over his last three, 125 after his last five. He's averaging 121 this year, so yep. he's unbelievably in the best nick of his life. And I think you said in the preseason. This is a guy that just rat runs marathons in his off-season for fun. So yeah. it's not going to stop. He's going to keep going, and I would not be surprised if he pumps out 140. And I'll throw another stat at you. His three highest scores so far this year have all come in close, hard-fought games. Yeah. He's, Coming uh, up against the Hawks this week. It, it all started in the, the 2012 grand final, didn't it, when he just went absolutely ballistic. Yeah, and should have got best on, but Ryan Keefe, Ryan O'Keefe, oh, who had a decent game, pinched it from him. Yeah, that's right. Lukey Parker coming off as a sub in that game. I'll yeah, that's how long ago he was killing it. That, that, that's <laughs> when we knew this guy was a jet. Okay, for me, I see VCs as a chance to try and try your hand at something. It's a bit of a free hit. Yeah. I'm going to chase Nick Nat this week as a VC. Yeah, I don't mind that, actually. He, who's he coming up against this week? Uh, well, he's, he's actually... Uh, Port Adelaide have, uh, have had a press conference and uh, they've actually announced that they're playing four midfielders and no Ruckman this week because they realise that Nick Nat is going to absolutely kill Jackson Trengrove in the Ruck. Yeah, well, this Ex- Expect be- a new record for hit-outs to advantage. 4.05 on Saturday as well. So if you VC'd him, for likes of yourself or, or someone else who's got Goldie in their team, it could be a really, really relevant option to go VC at 4 o'clock uh, local time in Port Adelaide versus West Coast to 7.25 North Melbourne versus Carlton. Carlton's only got one Ruckman, and it's Daniel Gorringe, and I don't reckon he'll even be able to pull up. 
it's it's interesting because I think they probably even give Sam Rowe more of a run than Gorringe in the midfield. And it's it's also interesting you say that because Goldstein is my captaincy option this week. Nick Nat oh. into Goldie. There you go. Great minds think alike, don't we, Cheeso? Yeah. Um, again, because he's just going to kill the ruck. He's been a little bit down on what we probably expect, but oh, I can't see this guy going under 120. I'm no. going like it's a bold statement. I said the, I've said it before, but oh, he's got to go big, doesn't he? Yeah, he has to soon. And um, I think against Carlton last year, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but oh, you've forgotten your super coach goal, haven't you? No, no. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so <laughs> um, against Carlton last year, actually, I'm not too sure. It doesn't show in front of me. So I think oh he, he definitely went about 140 or even over. I think he went maybe 150 or something. So, so. what you're saying is you have absolutely no clue what he scored. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bloody good at this thing, super coach. Look at me, donut man, sitting here. So, guys, take that one to the bank. Goldie probably could have scored 140 or maybe over, but probably also maybe under. So, around either up or above or around that mark. Yeah, that's right. So, everyone, get on him. <laughs> so, other captaincy options you could chuck out. A Goldie, a maybe a Martin or a Lids if you're going different. Gorn should bounce back. You've got a Shaw and a Ward um, that should be scoring well against the Dogs or a, a Zach Merritt. Um, or a Zaharakis, you could even chuck a C on if you're desperate. Um, who would be your captaincy option this week? What's your strategy? How can you go past him? Patrick Dangerfield. Oh, so you're going like a Hannah's into a danger. I don't even have Hannabury this week. So what I'm going to do is similar to what you're doing. I'm mixing it up and just going, um, well, not mixing it up because everyone will have him as you're an option. You're going to two highest scoring averaging for the year players. Well, that's who I've chosen, but the thing is, <laughs> I don't own Hanabry. So I was trying to get him in this week, but obviously Supercoach destroyed my whole soul and my whole life, and then I couldn't get him in. So I had to make do, take VC as um, danger, and I reckon I'll um, end up going into one of your selections, probably Nick Nat, uh, sorry, Gold Scene, actually. Um, yeah, I really like that choice. VC, but you can't go past Dangerfield, averaging 130 for the year. Yeah, brilliant. All right, that sounds pretty good, mate. Um, we've got a... Uh, a, a um... oh, by the way, uh, Goldie, average, uh, Goldie got 164 against Carlton last year. Well, there you go. So your prediction that he may have gone above 140 was correct. Yes, yes, that's right. Woo! Yeah, okay. You don't get extra points for that. Um, all right, we're going to just quickly jump through one of our uh, donation... Uh, our donators' um, teams that we put through. Have you got the team in front of you there, mate, and who donated for us? Yeah, yeah, I do. So the guy that donated this week, there's a couple of people that sent in their reviews. Um, shout out to Alex Kerr as well. He's donated this week. But the donation we chose was Brendan Rogers, chose it by random. Yep. Um, he said, hi, guys, I would love to take you up your offer for a team review for those of donate donated to your Cancer Council Fund. Amazing work, guys. Cancer is definitely something that has affected us all. And you guys going the extra mile to give to give back is great. Like most, my team has run into a number of problems with injuries, especially in the back line. My key issue is that I currently have two donuts on field before I make any trades this week. Hawley obviously has to go, so I'll be able to cover one donut. Uh, my option is to side swap Tucker to Brand. That'd be Darcy Tucker to Caden Brand. Really dislike side swapping in upgrade season. Or cop the donut for the sake of my team structure and get McPherson in. 
My strategy before all these injuries was to get Montagna in this week and Pritis in next week. So any help, any help would be appreciated. We'd love to know your thoughts on a tactical donut to allow me to keep upgrading. Regards, the Broads. Which is so that, that, that's a before we run through the team. That's an interesting idea. W- would you rather cop a donut this week to make sure you don't cop a donut in finals? Oh, yes. Hmm. It's a, it's an yeah. interesting one. Run through the team there for us, Houston. All right. So in the back line, we've got Shaw, Boyd, Hooley, Bang Bang, <laughs> um, Rich Brown, Burn Jones. Laird and Tucker. Yep. Instantaneously, I see that he's got Boyd, Hooley, and Laird out, as well as Tucker not playing. So he's got three, four active rookies. Yep. Uh, no, so four active defenders. And then yeah. his midfield, he's got Parker, Danger, Pendles, Ablett, Shield, Liver, Hewitt, and Smith on field. Then he's got Barlow, Menadju, and Davis. And then his rucks, he's got Gorn, Goldstein, and Lursch on the bench. And then his forwards, he's got Hall, Kennedy, JJK, sorry, uh, Sam Kerridge, Ben Kennedy, Marcus Adams, Christian Petrarca, Daniel Wells, and Mitch McGovern. Wow. Mm. So that's a, that's a decent bloody lineup, hey? Yeah, but I think this week copping a donut is well. Let's look at this. So in the midfield, he's fine. He's set. Yep. And he can swing. Daniel Wells for Connor Menadju, so he can swing Menadju to the forward line and Wells to the midfield and play Menadju on the field. God bless his soul. Yeah. Um, and then in the forward line, he would have Hall, Marcus Adams not playing. Is Mitch McGovern playing this yeah, week? Yeah, Mitch McGovern. You can put Mitch McGovern and Menadju on field in the forward line to cover, okay. which minimises. So if you got. Wells out. You've got Mitch McGovern covering Marcus Adams, and then Aaron Hall is covered by um, Menadju. Menadju. Okay, so your forwards are sweet, your rucks are sweet, your midfield's fine. The all you've got to con- uh, focus on is defence. Yep. So he's Shaw, Matty Boyd, Basha Hooley, Daniel Rich, Mitch Brown, and Darcy Byrne Jones on field. So my minus two of those, which is Matty Boyd and Basha Hooley. Then you've got two players on the bench that also are I- playing. I would, if I was this person, what I would be doing is I would be trading out Darcy Tucker, or it's hard to say going sideways, but I would be, in my perspective, I would be looking to trade out Darcy Tucker. Um, He's got 179k remaining, so he could trade out Darcy Tucker to another rookie, such as Caden Brand or whatnot, um, and he could actually then trade the likes of Darcy Byrne-Jones or Mitch Brown up to oh sorry he could trade Bash Basha Hooley straight away and go up to a super primo and then have a lot of cash next for next week left over. For or, me, for me, that's a wasted trade. I yeah, he can oh. go Hooley and Darcy Burn Jones if he goes Hooley to someone like oh who's a cheaper defender now like a four twenty to four thirty k defender he makes thirty k. Which okay. gives 210k to play with for Darcy Byrne Jones. So he could actually do Hooley straight to a, a Primo and Darcy Byrne Jones upgrade, and then that would mean. You still got a donut. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. You'd go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Actually, I'm, a, I'm at a loss. 
You just yeah. go. Please. For, for me, Hawley's uh, out for 12 weeks. He's got to go. You've got two options. You can go up to like a Simpson type or a McVeigh. You can go down to a fallen premium like a Tom McDonald who's had a bounce back or a KK who's almost bottoming out. They're both in the 300,000s. Yep. I just, I, I can't, I could, personally, I couldn't bring myself to trade Tucker to Brand. Like, yeah, if, yeah. if they're going to play rookies and stuff like that, Tucker's not going to be far away from getting another gig. Um, Rory Laird's going to be back next week. Boyd's going to be back next week. It's one, you know, the different Tucker probably scores fifty. Maybe if he was playing, you're missing out on fifty points. Is that worth a trade for a one-off week when you get two guys back next week? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The only option for me, I guess, would be going. Hooli down to Brand and then Ducker, uh, Ducker, Tucker up to a um, Primo. Yeah. yeah, if you're desperate to cover a donut, you could do that. Um, the only other thing I could think of, you could do, you could work it into sort of an upgrade situation. You could go Hooli to a KK, that'll save you like 60K. Um, and then you could go a Tucker to, uh, uh, you could, yeah, you could do Tucker to a Tom McDonald. Um, who's in the 360 range, um, that would give you 240000 uh, You might You might fall short price-wise, but that's the, the, the concept still holds that you could find a fallen premium or someone like that. But for me, I'd probably just... I'm going to have to do it in my own personal team this week. I've just got to accept that I'm going to get a donut and I'm just going to keep working towards structuring my team up for the buyers because I know some players are going to come back. It's not going to be like this every week. And I can't. I couldn't recommend anyone to sides uh, sideways a rookie that hasn't gone up in price, but is on on the bubble for the potential of fifty points. Unless it's friggin' Tom Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the guy. I'm sorry. I laugh every time we bring him up. He's got to donate so much money for the donuts. <laughs> well, uh, he's done to me. He's dead to me. I'm not mentioning him again. Yeah, just to update you, mate. Michael Hartley's now just reached the 300,000 mark. He's 300,000, uh, 300, 200K. Um, averaging 73 in his last three rounds. I can't even... <laughs> I can't even deal with it anymore. <laughs> I'm never going to let you forget that. It's horrible choices in my life. Um, well, I hope that's been a good team review. Basically, to sum it up, you probably will need a copper donut unless you're going to trade a rookie sideways. Yeah. Um, um, I think that pretty much pretty much sums up the team review. Yeah, and I think that pretty much sums up the podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much everything we need to say. We're a little bit pushed for time, so we have missed out a couple of our regular segments and a bit of Q&A and things like that. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, let us know what you think. Give us a, a shout-out on Facebook on the podcast uh, link. Let us know if you like what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, whose advice was best obviously it's Chizo so that's okay if you don't comment that I'll take it subconsciously Um, (laughs) but I'm signing off mate I'm going to let you get out to the movies dude no worries brother you have a good night and best of luck to everyone on Supercoach on the weekend oh quickly to donate to donate to charity do you have the link in front of you yeah, once again, it's lots of forward oh, slashes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I'll put it in yeah. the show notes in the link below, um, so it'll be very easy to find. Um, cool. it, it's it, I, I'm once again, I'm I'm so grateful for everyone that's donated. Um, Four hundred and fifty bucks is brilliant, and thanks to everyone that's uh, 
um, that that's taken time out of taking money out of their own wallet to help this this cause that we're trying to do. Definitely agree with that. Thank you all, and uh, have a great evening.